Balls Don't Lie podcast. Let's go. Welcome to Balls Don't Lie. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N Anton, along with my esteemed co-host, Regular Steven. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, considering we, uh, <laughs> we survived the tornado scare. Oh my gosh. I did see pictures of the tornadoes that touched down Ohio here. Ohio uh, Indiana. And, uh, yeah. There was there was one in West Lafayette that looked pretty crazy. Was it? Yeah, did I think it, I think it was over in West Lafayette. Did it smash up anything? Uh, didn't look like it. Trees out of the ground, stuff like that. But I didn't see anything with any structures or anything like that. But it definitely would have looked scary if we saw it looking out like we were looking at the sky last night. Right. It definitely would have looked scary. Well, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. Especially for my wife's sake. <laughs> yeah. <me too. laughs> Been eating Especially dinner in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> so true, y'all. So <laughs> true. All right. Well, like always, please follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with the Z. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, share, subscribe. If you listen on iTunes, leave a five-star review on the question, and we will get to it on air. I did check, and we have nothing. So, cool. Hopefully, somebody <laughs> shows us some cool. love. You know? <laughs> All right, so today, we're going to talk about a few topics. Um, the NBA Finals matchups are set. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it's a surprise or anything, but Toronto meets the Warriors crazy that Toronto actually has home court advantage. Yeah, but that's weird. Why that's is that? Note. They have a the better they record? They had a better record, oh, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. And we'll also talk about the Lakers and a little bit of free agency. Yeah. I've been doing Lakers uh, podcast for, you know, the entire time for the most part, but he's always said, I need to get on one of these Lakers, <laughs> yeah. Lakers uh, combos with you. I'll be listening to it. I'll be wanting to chime in. So yeah. today's your opportunity. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, it should be fun. Indeed. So let's talk about these uh, NBA Finals. We got the Toronto Raptors, who just finished off the Bucks, versus the well-rested Warriors. <laughs> they needed it. <laughs> yeah, very true. Well beat up. But, uh... What's your feelings going into this uh, finals? Well, first thing, I thought it was pretty crazy how Toronto came back and won four straight after dropping the first two. Ridiculous. thought that was pretty crazy. I really did not expect that. I thought Milwaukee would at least grab one of these games to force a game seven. And they had leads in all of them and couldn't hold on. So, uh, Raptors definitely uh, earned their right to be there. And I think there's no question they're the better team after you, you know, pull off that four-game win streak there. Right. And then you got the Warriors coming in beat up. Not real sure what to think. I mean, if, if you know, if they're full strength with Durant and Cousins healthy or even just Durant healthy, I don't think Cousins is the tipping point by any means. Right. Um, I think you're looking at a 4-1 series. Hmm. With Durant out and who knows how long he'll be out, they, they are acting like they don't really – know if he's gonna be back at all he hasn't started full contact drills nothing like that um i think the injury was a little worse than what they hoped or thought it was definitely was and we'll see we'll see but i think without durant i'm still looking at a warriors 4-2 4-2 series win that'd be my first thoughts going into it right what about you um well, they already said KD's out game one and DeMarcus is questionable. I think that's what they said. Mm-hmm. So, um, crazy thing is they actually play a little bit better without those players. I don't understand yeah. how that happens, but they play better without them. Uh, the Raptors, I give them a shot, but not really. You know what I mean? Like Kawhi's been on the tear that's just been ridiculous. A lot of people are questioning if he's the best in the league right now. That's a whole nother debate. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Toronto has a puncher's chance, but if I was putting my money on it, you're probably about right. Four, two. You know what I mean? Six games. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised with five nor seven. But putting my money on the Warriors. I'd like the the Kawhi Leonard stop to – or talk to uh, stop. <laughs> Just because 
it's just so easy to get caught up in the moment after you know after they come back. He obviously played really well. He's one of the top five, six players in the league. But can we just because he was able to come back and beat the Bucks, who'd never been this far in the playoffs with Giannis? They're not experienced in the playoffs. They're not. It's not like they you know came back and and knocked off the Warriors or something like. Let's hold off a little bit with the best player in the world statement. There's another guy on, on the Warriors that would, a couple of them, that would probably be able to make a pretty good argument and Steph Curry and then Durant when he's healthy. So I don't I don't really want to hear the best player in the world thing. I think that's just getting caught up in the moment. But definitely impressive, obviously. I mean, just, I don't like when people get caught up in the... Right. Too quick. With yeah. It. yeah. Well, you weren't saying that before the series started. Yeah. So you win four games against the Bucks, and now that earns you the right to be best player in the world. But, uh... It is one of the best, most impressive statistical, you know, numbers he's been putting up for this playoffs. I mean, 30, you know, 30 plus a game all the way to the finals. Sure. You'll be able to argue that, but. Playing banged up a little bit. Yeah, a little nicked up. It's impressive. I'm not saying it's not impressive. I'm just saying let's slow down with the anointing him the best player in the world just just based on this playoff series or playoff run. Right. Um, the thing with DeMarcus Cousins, though, I think he could be more valuable um, to the Warriors just for this series than Durant, if only because that just gives them someone from Mark Gasol. It like, gives them that balance on okay. on big Mark Gasol. But then again, you have the Durant factor where it'd be nice to have a nice long Kevin Durant to, you know, guard Kawhi Leonard, too. Yeah. Mm. It's gonna be. It'll be. There's some good matchups in there. I just think the Warriors shooting. I think the way they the way they play. I just think it'll be too much. But it's, there should be some good matchups. It should be a good finals. It should be. Yeah, it should be. I wonder who they'll put Kawhi on to defend. That was kind of the key to the last series. He they've switched him onto Giannis. Yep. And kind of kind took him out. Took him out the game. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's one of the last few two-way players on this level. and But I don't think there's nobody he can really match up unless it's, it is Durant. Right. I don't think he can handle Steph. No. And Clay is, I mean, he can handle Clay, but. I'm not sure why. You don't really need to put him on a Clay yeah, Thompson because anybody that can keep up with, you know, he's just running off ball screens and stuff. It's not like he's. You know, making his own offense. Right. So, right. Catch and shoot, dude. Yeah, there's other guys that can keep up with that. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, man, this should be an all right uh, finals. I sh- it's definitely gonna get the numbers with all the the Kawhi hype and all that stuff. You know, it's obviously the Warriors, so people are gonna tune in. They have the biggest bandwagon uh, <laughs> following in the world, so it's going and a lot of true fans. I'm not. You know, right. this and them, but uh, so it's going to get those numbers. It's going to it's going to be good on TV ratings. That's for sure. Well, and just people tuning in to see if anyone can knock off the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's the that's the fascination at this point. Is right. anybody going to give them a series? You know, with people feeling like they may be vulnerable because of the injuries, this is going to be the time. And I think people are you know happy to latch on to the Toronto bandwagon and just kind of. You know, but can Drake calm down? Can Drake get off the court? Man, I keep hearing about this Drake thing. I haven't even checked into it. I've, <laughs> I've seen video of him back in the day. I haven't seen the recent things that he's done. But, you know, I definitely see him on the court, you know, clapping at other players. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> get off the court, man. He, he thinks he's uh, the sixth man of the year. <laughs> that dude, Mark Cuban, like he's got man. ownership of the Raptors. So. <laughs> Ambassador <laughs> of the, the Raptors. Yeah. It's kind of cool, though. You know what I mean? It's Everybody. fine. Yeah, but, <laughs> but we don't. Come you know, on, you don't have to be so vocal. No, I mean, you're not on the team. You're gonna become the next Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing I think is interesting for the Warriors moving forward with the Kevin Durant decision coming up, and then with Clay, you know, they got to decide what they're gonna do with Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about big money for him. I think this actually is a blessing in disguise the way this happened because they're realizing that they can still win at the highest level even if they don't have Durant. And if you take Durant off there, maybe throw another quality piece because you got like in Andre Iguodala, like when he's got to be done anytime. Very so. I mean, so they're you know you're looking at a team that's going to be in transition, but they're going to have decisions to make. And I think they're seeing right now if maybe you just keep Clay Thompson and, and Steph Curry together. 
if you just keep adding some pieces, they don't have to be, you know, Durant level pieces, but you just keep putting pieces around those two guys. And I think they can be good enough to to keep winning at this high of a level. So I don't think the Warriors thing is going to go any, away anytime soon. They may not be the dominant team like when they had Durant, but they're proving that they're still they're still the best team in the NBA, even with that guy not on the court. That's got to be a scary proposition for other teams. It is very scary. Uh, what do they do with Draymond, though? Oh, man. the biggest piece. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they got to figure that out. I mean, I don't think he's worth the money that he's not he max. could get yeah. on the free agent market, but... You know, you start signing all these guys. I think, I think if I'm going to sign guys to big money, you got to put the ball in the basket. I love everything that Draymond does, but I have a hard time committing that kind of money to basically, essentially, what you—a glue guy, a really, really good yeah. glue guy. I have a hard time paying a glue guy that much money. I can understand that. They're going to figure it out, though. They want Draymond. They have to keep Draymond. I think the team will drastically change without him. So, yeah, they won't be this team. That's for sure. Right. So, we'll see, man. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see. We'll talk with some more of this uh, free agency stuff on our next segment. Yeah. Um, okay, so you got it 4-2. I'm going to go 4-2 um, just to be safe because I do think Durant will come back at some point regardless because I just don't think his ego is going to be able to allow them to win a championship with him not touching the court. Right, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go 4-2 because I don't think he comes back right away. Maybe they drop one of these first games in Toronto, drop a game later. But, I, yeah, I'll go 4-2 Warriors. Okay, okay. Oh, man, I think I want to go with that. But just to be different, I'm going to go 7. Okay. Uh-huh, Warriors in 7. Mm. It's game 7 would be in Toronto. That would be interesting. Yeah, very. That's what we can hope for. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. It'd be extra awesome. Maybe I'll start watching more often. <laughs> I'm well, definitely going to watch some of these finals, though. Yeah, I, I, I will, too. The thing I want to see, for DeMarcus Cousins, you know, being, being a fan of his, I want to see him contribute to a championship, but I also want to see him prove that he can come out there and play and go get himself a nice contract this offseason. Because he was on his way to doing that, coming back off the Achilles, kind of, you know, like he said, he's trying to revamp his image, go somewhere where he can win and just kind of fit in and whatever. And, and it was working. And so it really sucked to see him have the quad tear um, in the first round of the playoffs. But to be able to see him come back and contribute, maybe he shows, you know, or maybe he just ends up staying in Golden State. I don't know. But I want to see him do well and contribute and set himself up for another contract. Mm. Okay, so I got one question before we get off of this segment. What was the biggest contributing factor to Toronto making it to the finals? Is it trade for Kawhi in exchange for DeMar DeRozan or LeBron leaving the East? Ooh. <laughs> I want to say they're equally. I, I, let me. I don't think I can say they're equally because I think LeBron not being in the East is what it is. Yeah. But it would have been interesting to see if LeBron was still in Cleveland with the team they were putting together against this Raptors team because I do think Kawhi gives Toronto something different than DeMar DeRozan. It just takes them to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. But when you add that in with what they've done with their team overall, just outside of. Uh, outside of Kawhi Leonard, they've put themselves together a nice team. Yeah. Real nice team. They made some nice moves. Um, But, (laughs) since LeBron went to the finals eight years in a row, I just have to say it's got to be LeBron leaving the East because (laughs) for eight years, teams had a chance to put together teams and and they couldn't do it. So, I would just say, yeah – I want to say it's close to equal, but I'm going to give the slight edge to LeBron being out of the East. Yeah, definitely my answer is LeBron. (laughs) You know, I mean, they had great records with DeMar. They had great records for every year. (laughs) LeBron pretty much uh, sunned them every year. So. Well, because we could ask ourselves, would the the Raptors with DeMar DeRozan have been able to beat beat the Bucks? The Bucks, right. I mean... No telling. 
There's no telling. I think it's less. It's much less likely, at least in this fashion. I mean, to be able to win four straight, but you can still have the conversation. It's still, you know, it still would be in the realm of possibilities that with Demar Derozan, that team would have still been able to do what they did. Yeah. It's. I would be able to hear the argument that they wouldn't have that Kawhi was the one that set them over the top. I'd be able to hear that argument and think it was right too. But I think the conversation could definitely be had. Mm, that's crazy though. Kyle Lowry has actually played okay as yeah. of late. He didn't play well in the beginning of the playoffs, but he's came on. He was a big reason why LeBron and him was stomping him out too, because he was having it very anemic games. Yeah, he was. It was kind <laughs> of the here we go again, right? You know. But that happened to so many teams. That was every team, like. Those the Pacers had a bunch of good teams yep. when when LeBron was in Miami. Very true. The Celtics were still putting up good teams towards the end of the Paul Pierce, you know, Kevin Garnett days. They were still very competitive. Uh, you know, you had Orlando, Dwight Howard for a long time. They were able to make it one year, yeah. but I mean, things. There was a bunch of teams that they were just in the wrong time, yeah. the wrong times. All those teams that would have run into Jordan for those six years that. Yeah. Just wrong time. LeBron did that to, <laughs> to, to everybody. To everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I didn't really think of it like that, but damn, did to a lot of players. The Jordan effect. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Charles Barkley, <laughs> Patrick Ewing, <laughs> Carl Malone, and <in> Stockton, <laughs> Gary the, Payton, Gary Payton, the Trailblazers, <laughs> all of them. No doubt, man. Well, we look forward. Is it Thursday to the yeah, final Thursday start? Night. Okay. Thursday night. Thursday night. So, I guess it will be uh, Monday. We'll give you an update on those playoffs, how we feeling, if our uh, <laughs> our predictions change. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, because if Toronto comes out and takes the first two real quick, Yeah. could, be, could get dicey. <laughs> yep, in Toronto. So. Yep. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about these Lakers and a little free agency. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back on Boston Live. Let's go. Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Let's talk about the Lakers and a little free agency. How you feel about my team, man? <laughs> uh, dumpster fire right now is what it seems like. But so I could see how it could get better. I could see, honestly, how it could get worse. Too. There's scenarios out there where it can get even worse for the Lakers than it's been. Hopefully that doesn't happen for your sake. Right. Um, but it, it just seems like it's it's just been such a mess with uh, Magic Johnson coming out, talking about how Rob Polinka's a liar and you know he gets tired of these guys talking about him and all this stuff. That's not a good look. The only the only thing that the people the only thing that does to me is if I'm if I'm gonna be a free agent, I'm just looking at that situation and going, there are so many other places that I could be where I don't have to deal with that. Since LeBron's been there, it's just been and it was probably going on before LeBron, but he doesn't help. He doesn't help all this. Whether it's him just even saying nothing. It's even a big deal if he shows up to the press conference for the new coach. Oh, he's showing his support. He's showing his support. It's just the reading into everything. LeBron just makes it where you have to read into everything. It just adds fuel to the fire. He says he's, you know, he said he was staying out of the coaching search, all this stuff. Do you believe that? Do you believe he was? Was he asked about these coaches? Do you think he was asked about these coaches? Man, I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't know. I could say they do have, obviously, the option. He probably, I don't know. He might have said, yo, y'all do your thing. I trust you. But the natural uh, reaction for them is probably to ask LeBron, though. He would have to deter it from them, you know. Nah, I'm good. Y'all do what you're doing. Do what you're doing. But behind the scenes, I don't know what he's doing. I can't even tell you, man. I don't really care that much, you know. 
it just gets on my nerves reading about it all the damn time. Really, that's all it is. But LeBron, he probably did though. He I probably a, had to say so in it. There's, I have a hard time believing he didn't. Yeah, it's. I don't know. He's never he been the one. Man. He's never been one to not be involved. Right. Yeah. Well, you think he probably wanted Ty Lue though, and probably the Lakers wouldn't go, you know, far enough for Ty Lue. So why would they? He, What's so good about Ty Lue? I think it's just that uh, relationship with LeBron, and he's been to the championship before, but. That's the only upside to it. I don't think he's a spectacular X and O guy. Nothing special about him. But that's, I bet you that's who uh, he wanted, though. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but when he was in Cleveland, all you could hear about was, is LeBron James having issues with Ty Lue? They're all, it's, the, it's always been a coach thing because LeBron, there's a reason why LeBron's never had a Hall of Fame coach. He never survived. Only Spolstra. He's always had... These coaches that he can control. Yeah. It's probably true. Yeah, it is true. But And Vogel's no different. Last time we saw Vogel, I mean, I know he was with the Magic, but the last time we saw him doing anything relevant, he was losing to LeBron when he was coaching the Pacers. Yeah. Definitely. They had some solid seasons, but yeah. Jason Kidd? What's Jason Kidd done as a coach besides get fired every time he goes somewhere? That's the one that trips me out. I'm still trying to figure out why everybody's so high on him. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Magic, that, they say that Magic loved Jason Kidd. Sure. Like They played together. I don't know. Not together, it. but you know, they're yeah, close to the same, same era. era. Yeah. I don't know, man. I have no idea. It makes no sense. It's, it's similar to the Steelers. I just hope they get the culture right. You know. Yeah. Got all the talent, but. It's a mess from the top down. Yeah. I do that. All that being said, I do think Frank Vogel was the right hire. I do think he's a good coach. I do think that of the people that they were talking about, he was as good as anything else they were going to do. I just don't understand. I, don't, I, I just, it's just, it's a mess. I just don't. It's just a mess. I don't understand it either. I mean, <laughs> like I said in the podcast last time, Lakers are. The owner, Jeannie Buss, she's too focused on Laker. The word Laker. Everything has to go through the Lakers. You got to be a former coach, former player, agent. Reach for the best talent. The people who's going to get your franchise where it needs to be. Stop trying to be cool with all the homies. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? And well, Linda Rambis? That's supposed to be like her advisor right now? Who? Linda Rambis? Did she play basketball? <laughs> Did she coach somewhere? <laughs> Linda Rambis? You mean donuts? <laughs> I don't know. I, that just doesn't make sense to me. Just her her process of going through things. Uh, the league is well known that Rob Palinka. They say he's kind of snakish. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he looks snakish. If you're ahead of your, you know, the GM and president is somebody who's snakish and you trying to acquire people who they gonna call and talk to that's what magic was there for right <laughs> well, I, I don't know it is very what Kevin Durant said is very true things get a little more toxic when LeBron comes around yeah because this yeah. stuff has been going on before LeBron but LeBron puts the, right. the multiplier on it basically right. so on a side note, if there's ever a movie made about this, about the Lakers, <laughs> I need you to look up, okay, like a side-by-side, because -side, Rob Palinka would be played by Rob Lowe. Yes. <laughs> it's like the same person, same they have the looking same dude. name. I'm like, yep. wait a second, that's not yep. Rob Lowe? <laughs> yep. That's Rob Palinka? I thought I was watching Rob Palinka in all these movies this whole time. <laughs> that is hilarious that that... They they're so exactly, exactly the same, and they have the same first name. I think it's so bizarre. <laughs> you almost have to make a movie out of it just because of that. You have the perfect cast. Rob Lowe, go pitch it. <laughs> go pitch it. Hell yes. I'm about to pitch it. But yeah, I don't know. It. We'll see. We'll see how that goes moving forward, but as far as the coaching and all that stuff, but 
they have so many other things on their plate. Now you have, okay, what do you do with this fourth pick? You keep it? Do you move it? I've heard a million different scenarios. Who knows? What, what would you what would you do with the fourth pick? Would you trade it or would you make a pick? Oh man. It's hard to say, but like far as trading the pick, if they do do that, it has to be for somebody who's a star. It just has to be. Uh, I don't even know. Basically, AD. That's the only in Kyrie maybe, but you don't trade it for Jimmy Butler or I mean I guess Jimmy would be acceptable, but a Bradley Beal and you know people like that. I don't know maybe Kimba. Would you trade him for Kimba? No, no. You cool off on that? Yeah, I I would not trade it for any any point guard because like I told you. Okay, so the Memphis Grizzlies are looking to take John Morant with the second pick. Yeah. They're looking to restart their timeline with their point guard. You have a 31-year-old Mike Conley with two years left on his deal in Memphis that they're going to be looking to move. They'll look to move that contract. If I'm the Lakers, I'd be happy with Mike Conley as my point guard. And then I'm just building around that and putting scores around that. I'm not spending big giant money on Kyrie Irving. I just feel uncomfortable doing that. Injuries, he's beat up all the time. Kimball Walker, I mean, I got no issues with Kimball Walker, but I just have a, I have a hard time seeing him as a winning basketball player. He, to me, just seems like a guy who's going to get his 25 shots a game. That's how he's putting up those numbers. He's been on a really bad Charlotte team. I don't care what they do, what their record. They're not good. There's nobody else on the on those teams that scores consistently. He takes all the shots. His numbers look great. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's what they're looking for. If I'm looking for a point guard, I'm looking for a guy more like Mike Conley, who I know isn't going to need the shots, but he can get points. He averaged 20, and I don't remember what the assist numbers were, but he's still a very viable option at point guard and gives you a real smart player, brings zero drama. It's like the Marvin Harrison of basketball. Mm. He doesn't talk. You don't have to worry about any of that. I'd be making a trade package for... And it, I think the thing, too, is I think you'd be able to give up much less to get a 31-year-old Mike Conley and still be able to keep a bunch of the team intact. I'm not rolling into this season with Lonzo Ball as my point guard, though. I'll tell you that much. Not as much starting point guard. Yeah, they are. I almost guarantee that. I'm not. They're asking for trouble there. I'm not going to say that until after this this season. Only reason I say that is because this is the first offseason he has actually had that he can play basketball. Since day one, he stepped in the league. He's been hurt every offseason. So, I'm going to give him this last season. Only thing Lonzo has to work on is his shot. And staying healthy. He's got to put yeah. some more meat on his frame because something's making it to where he can't take the hits. He can't. He wearing them, them, them baller brand shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he had a severe ankle sprain in them shoes yeah. this year. So Switch shoes, Lonzo. <laughs> Which I think he is this year, so <laughs> we'll see. But uh, I'm pulling for him. I, I've been really hard on him, I, but I am pulling for him. He does seem like a good kid. I hope he does do well. I really do. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. But I, I, I hope he does. I'm not saying it because I want him to fail. I just don't think he's going to be that good. I don't think he's going to be what they need him to be. Not in time. I think you have to go get yourself another point guard. That's just my opinion. But we'll see. I mean, it just depends what the pieces look like around him at the end of the day. If you were to get a Jimmy Butler, you would want Alonzo Ball at point guard defensively. Got an A one defender on at the at the point guard and the two guard. So your front court is that? Do they call it the front court or back court? That's back back court. court. I hate that's that's weird. I know because it is. I guess sometimes the front and the back. It's, <laughs> it's both. I always thought that was just weird. <laughs> but back court, that defensive tandem is nuts right there. 
People don't know how defensively savvy uh, Lonzo is. That whole defense went to hell after he went down. So, and he's just a natural point guard. That's it. He's going to still give you 10, 15 points a game, but it just look ugly as hell. Yeah. And that's all they show. They love showing uh, Lonzo missing his ugly <laughs> ass three. He yeah. don't miss it that often. He was a 30 plus percent shooter from three ball last year. You know what I mean? I mean, 40 is with the gold standard. How many I think that 40 is considered good. Great. Yeah. How many do, does that in the league? Probably hand about 15. Yeah, not many. Because you know so. then you get your guys up there like the Corver. <laughs> I'm like Steph Curry's at like 45, which yeah. with the amount of threes that he nuts. takes is absolutely insane. Nuts. Okay, so what about Brandon Ingram? You don't want to trade Lonzo Ball. What about Brandon Ingram? Because to me, I'm trading Brandon Ingram in a second. Mm. I'm trading Brandon Ingram for cash. And, like, I would not hesitate to get rid of Brandon Ingram at all. I don't think he's a winning basketball player. Hmm. You might be right. I think he's just another guy. He's just another... There are Brandon Ingrams on every single team. Really talented guys. They can score. They can do everything. But they can't... They just don't do it every day. There's all kinds of guys like that throughout the league. I just don't... I don't see it. I don't see any reason to be scared to let that go. You can find that guy. I don't know if you can find that guy that easy. But... After this year, I'll find out. Because his first two years have been the exact same. He started off stupid slow. Like, it's maybe the first 30 or 40 games, he was very just average. You know, 12, 13, 14 points a game. But then the second half of both seasons, he's snapped. Like, going 19, 20 points a game. You know, yeah, nine, but that's when- nine boards. That's when you start having everybody getting hurt, though, and someone's got to take the shots. He starts scoring more points when LeBron goes down, but what about playing with LeBron and being able to carry that workload and score when LeBron's on the court? Someone's going to score the points. These NBA teams are going to score 100 points a game. Whether their superstars go out, someone's going to score the points. So the fact that he's only – and then, like, you know, the year before, what, was Julius Randle gets – did he play the whole year? What injury problems did they have the year before? Or did they have injury problems? Because I definitely wasn't paying attention to Lakers that in-depth before. Um, oh, well, that year, everybody got hurt once. Lonzo got hurt. Brandon got hurt. I think Julius Randle was the only one that didn't get hurt that season. Beast. Yeah, strong man shit. Yeah, he was the only one that didn't get hurt. But I'm keeping Brandon unless it's for somebody like Sirius, you know. I would trade Brandon Ingram for... There's a player in the draft that's just like him and came from the same school. It's Cam Reddish. I would trade Brandon Ingram and and just draft Cam Reddish and then I'd have the same player but younger and less expensive. And then I could trade Brandon Ingram for something else. And I could have Brandon Ingram again when I draft Cam Reddish at four. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think I could do that. I think Brandon Ingram is actually better than Kyle Kuzma. Eh, Probably. He's but I'm not big, Kyle. I'll trade Kyle Kuzma too. No, I'm not trading none of these dudes. He's talking about yeah. two-year players. Hell this yeah. is second-year player. Well, this is third-year player. Third year for all these guys. When did Brandon so, Ingram come in? This, this will be his fourth this year. This is fourth year. This is third year for Kyle. Yeah. Yep, yep, that's right. So Someone needs to get some... Okay, if Brandon Ingram intends to... If I'm, if I'm the GM or whatever of the Lakers, I'm telling Brandon Ingram... The only way you're staying on my team is if all summer you eat rice and beans. He's putting on weight. You better put on some He's weight. He's putting on weight. You <laughs> got to remember the deficit he started at. You better start he, eating, buddy. 6'9". 6'9", no, when he came in at like 180 pounds or something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's he's over a 200 now. You know, it's a steady increment, incremental growth. That's I think that's his biggest barrier is his weight, to be honest. You can see the change in body contact last year versus the year before. He was moving nobody the year before. Like, yeah. you're trying to get that penetration and you putting that shoulder down, not going anywhere, so you're just really forced to do a little pull-up shot. This year, he was actually sliding by people. So okay. if that if that progression 
say I've said this in a podcast before. That's his biggest thing. He has to progress in his weight. That's it. He really has no weakness in his game except his three-point shot. That's it. Which is all they really actually need him to do. I would I would hope that's what he improves. <laughs> that's I mean, that's the only that's the problem that the Lakers have. They have players. I think Lonzo, you have the same issue with Lonzo and you have the same issue with Brandon Ingram. Is are they fine young players that have a lot of potential? Yes. But to win right now, the thing that they need them to do, they're not good at, which is three point shooting. Shooting. And that's the issue is, yes, if LeBron's not on the team, I'm not trading any of these guys. But we're talking about a window where we're trying to win in two years. Are they going to be winning players while LeBron's there when you need him to be? Yes, in five, four, five years, I could see those guys being great players. But that's not what the window is. And that's why I'm saying I would trade anyone they have to trade. Because if that's where they're going with this, if not, then... To me, their best option would be to trade LeBron. Because if you're not going to be able to have these guys develop, if what if they are able to attract the free agents that they that they want that would make a difference because of all this stuff that's going on? What if all these guys really do just say, nah, I'll pass. I'll go to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I'll join the Warriors. I'll Hell, I'll sign with the Clippers. We've heard that about Kawhi. Like, we're, not only are we hearing some of these guys being willing to play in L.A., but it's not just the Lakers. These guys have said they're willing to... It's just L.A. It's the Clippers, too. They'll go to the Clippers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if some of these guys, or all of them, or all the ones that you need, decide, I'm not joining that. I'm not being a part of that. It's not worth it. And they see the same thing that everybody else is seeing. Why not trade LeBron? I don't understand why you would hold on to LeBron. If... Because they're not going to be... If, if none of these guys sign, they're not going to be competing for a championship. Playoffs, sure. But they're not going to compete for a championship. I fail to not believe that. Unless... Watch. Nobody's competing for a championship in the West as long as the Warriors are the Warriors. That's just point blank. But if the Lakers even bring back the squad they have right now, plus you might get rid of, uh, you know... Make them dance, Lance. You know, uh, Chancellor. Sure. You know, and add younger pieces and an actual shooter. If you add an actual shooter, we got Reggie Bullock also. Right. You know, last year. He's a good piece. I like yeah. Reggie Bullock. Yeah, he seems to be solid. You know, I haven't watched a lot of games with him. But anyway, if they just bring back that team, they're instantly competing with everybody else in the West except the Warriors. Especially if KD goes to the other side. Like man, I don't, the Lakers could have been in this position in the conference finals this year if they would have not got hurt. That's how I feel about them. I watched every game possible that I could watch, and they were not getting smashed by anybody except you know a few random games. You know, lose to the Pacers by 30 points, but they've blown the doors off at everybody that they've played at least once. It's just like I didn't see the big big issue last year. It was just injuries. Everything that could have happened wrong happened. Yeah, everything. And then the trade talk stuff, you know. People say you're not supposed to be affected by that, but damn, I'm 22 years old. Yeah, I'm going to feel away. They've all talked about it. So, yeah, I don't see, like, I'm not super, like, big on the, the free agent thing right now with the Lakers. If it's not for somebody super major, I don't want them to go out and get a B, a B player or a B minus player just to say they made a move. That just, that's a setback right there. That's what they did for the last whatever years when Kobe was going out and till now, mm-hmm. they just try to fill out a max role to say they did it, but it left them looking stupid at the end of the day. So, LeBron, you know. They're not going to trade them. <laughs> just not I know they're not. I'm they just saying. Sh- I understand your logic. If you're if you're not going to be able to get free agents, I'm. That's your most valuable piece. Then you really just might have to start yeah. building for the future. Yes. What's the point of having LeBron if you're just building yeah. for the future? It's saving your neck. Yeah, for the future, just in case. But they're not going to do it. Especially, <laughs> they were talking about it on first take. The value of that that franchise is like, nah. They're not going to waste. 
none of these uh, years of LeBron unless he says, nah, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. I could see him saying that if they keep looking this stupid, you know, after this year. I could see him yeah, saying you that. Yeah, you get to that trade deadline come next season, and it's if it's looking like it's looking stupid, a dumpster yeah. fire still, I could see. I think the thing you have to hope for if you're a Lakers fan is that LeBron just comes out like a man possessed after having a full offseason to rest and rehab and get his body right. And I think just being... It'd be hard to say. I can't speak for him, but I would imagine there's a part of LeBron that's embarrassed about how this season went down with the Lakers. And... I would say there's a huge part of LeBron, whether he would ever come out and say it, that's very angry about how this season went down with the Lakers. And if there's one thing that I don't want to see if I'm the Western Conference is a healthy, rested, angry LeBron James. Yeah. I think that's the biggest asset they have as far as, I mean, clearly. But I mean, in terms of like, you could almost think of a healthy, energized, motivated LeBron as... A free agent signing in and of itself because last year was the when they actually signed him but they didn't actually get to have it for a very long time mm-hmm. so you can almost say okay well we have this team let's just pretend last year never happened now we're getting the, the lebron that we expected to get i don't think he was more you watch him on defense last year some of the things i don't there was something he didn't look like lebron when does LeBron just sandbag on defense that consistently? Oh, man. It's funny. I, I don't know. LeBron is he's a preservation king. <laughs> well, he had to be, and he has to be now, but still. Yeah, just his competitive nature, like, I don't know. That that just that seemed weird to me. I hated it. <laughs> it was the stupidest shit, too, though. I still can't believe that Kyle Kuzma pushed him out there. Yeah. Out there and well, shit. and like, what it'd be, I hope that's not the direction that this goes because I don't want to see that. Like, I don't want that to be the way LeBron is going to finish his career. Well, you're just going to be the half ass. So you really did just go to LA to make movies. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> don't do that, man. Uh, I think it, I, I don't like for his legacy that he went to the Lakers regardless, just when you look long term. But. Don't finish out your career like that. And I, I, it's hard for me to imagine that he would because he's so competitive and one of the best players of all time. But, like, last year was not a good look at all. It wasn't. But I think LeBron feels just like I feel. Injuries. He saw the potential. He saw it. He, I think it came it, – it took longer than he expected it to take. Yeah. He's just used. To, he's just used to winning. It's just that simple. But when it started to come around, he was like, "Okay, I see. I can work with this." But it's championship or bust with LeBron. Right. That's why you're pushing so hard to get a, a KD, uh, not a KD, but an AD, and then young kids on your team mess up the entire psyche of the squad doing that, putting everybody out in the news like that. And this is what happens. <laughs> This is is exactly what happens. And the Lakers didn't put that out. They say Dale Demps, he's the one that actually put the shit out in the in the news. So yeah, and that's I'm not too. uh, I think you'd move, but I understand. I think you'd have to in order to trade for Anthony Davis at this point, considering what the owner of the Pelicans has said that she'll trade Anthony Davis to Lakers over her dead body. Yeah, (laughs) I think it would take such an astronomical amount of. You know, draft picks and current players and all that to get Anthony Davis, that it really wouldn't even be worth it. It's not. Not this year. You'd have to wait till free agency. Like we talked about, though, what I was saying is what happens with Anthony Davis if this thing, you know, let's say he goes to Boston or goes to mm-hmm. who knows where, and it kind of happens like it did with Kawhi in Toronto, where everybody's been talking, where's Kawhi going to play next? Where's Kawhi going to play next? And how come they don't insist Toronto? It's always like, well, could he go to the Lakers or is he going to go to the Clippers? Is he going to go? What about Toronto? You go to a city, they love their basketball, they support the team like crazy, you win, you've proven you can win there. Why would Kawhi Leonard be in a hurry to leave? I I will put money on Toronto as his top choice if I had to play the odds. I would bet on Toronto. 
And then you look with Anthony Davis. My thing is, what happens if he goes to the Celtics? They start winning. They get to the NBA Finals. He realizes, I can win here. I can do this here. And then he doesn't want to go anywhere in free agency. That's the issue that the Lakers have with Anthony Davis. That'd be my worry. Yeah, he says he wants to go to L.A. So did Paul George. He was saying he wanted to go to L.A. for years. And where's he at? Oklahoma City with a long-term deal because he got there. He realized they'll do what it takes to win. He kind of actually liked it there. He liked playing with Westbrook, apparently. And he said, okay, I'll lock up to a long-term deal. So that could easily be something that happens with Anthony Davis. And so if you're the Lakers, look, the Lakers have the biggest, this is the biggest offseason in, I want to say since they got, (laughs) since last year when they got LeBron. But since now that they have LeBron, this, you know, moving forward for the future of the franchise for the next five years, this is a humongous summer for the Lakers. More than any other team. More than any other team. Because they have some real hard decisions to make. Yes, they do. They do. Just don't be desperate out here, Lakers. Please just don't be desperate. That's my number one thing. Don't just give away everybody because you want AD so bad. Because they're going to make it hard on you regardless. They already don't want to trade them. So if they do, they're going to completely strip you of your whole team. They're going to take your trainers. They're going to take everything. Yeah. Because they don't Soda like machines. It. Yeah. <laughs> going to get all Chair your backs. concessions and everything. <laughs> Merch. Like, they're trying to take everything from you, Lakers. So, like I said, I, I don't – I'm not tripping off of free agents like that. I'm just not – and when he goes free next year, if he really wants to come to L.A., he's going to be there. Right. It's just that simple. And you don't have to give up everybody for at least him. If you do want to give up people, now you got add other pieces with A.D. and LeBron versus trying to give up the entire farm for just A.D. And then you're naked out here. Right. So that's yeah, the that's way I Yeah, that's probably a better move. Yeah, I would think so. You know, yeah. LeBron is going to decline. He's going to, but his level is so high that his decline brings him down to all the other superstars. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. You know, at least over the next, you know, two to three seasons. Well, here's another scenario, just to throw it out there. Well, for one, I would be excited. I kind of hope Anthony Davis does stay in the ruins because I think watching him and Zion, Zion would be kind of cool. That'd be nuts. Um, the other thing, what if the Knicks trade the third pick because they're looking to maybe move that third pick. Mm-hmm. I could see a scenario where an R.J. Barrett is around at the fourth pick. I could see a scenario. I don't think he's head and, head and shoulders over some of the other prospects, and it's going to depend on what teams want with that third pick or what they need. Uh, like, if you're the Knicks, let's say you hold on to the third pick and you know you're signing Kevin Durant. And what if you're signing KD? Or Katie, what if you're signing Kyrie Irving? Hmm. You have a small forward with Durant. You already have one on the team with Kevin Knox. You have some other kinds of pieces there. Do you is RJ Barrett the pick? I'm not sure. I think they could find other guys in that area where maybe it is a better fit for their team instead of just making them a wing eccentric team, which is what they would essentially be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see a way where R.J. Barrett drops down to the fourth pick. And if I'm the Lakers, I am diving headfirst into that pick. I think R.J. Barrett, aside from Zion Williamson, because I just think he has the most potential um, for what he is. But when I'm watching R.J. Barrett, like we said before, I'm looking at a chance where I can get a James Harden. And if I can get a James Harden, I'm doing it. And I'm be damn excited about it. And we got to remember James Harden went with like the third or fourth pick as well. So, I think you could see a scenario there or maybe a scenario where you try to move up to get R.J. Barrett. I think he can help right away. Hmm. I think that's a rookie that can help you win right away. I mean, it'd be nice. I didn't watch a lot of R.J. Barrett. I definitely watched him in the tournament. Uh, He's a very aggressive guy. Yeah. Aggressive with the basketball, I mean. but He seems aggressive anyways. His personality is very... Yeah, I don't know. Confident. He's got that killer got that. killer mode. I mean, <clears throat> I can't say yeah or nay on that. 
I don't really know the draft that well. I definitely know the top three players, but all the guys after that, have Culver was the other dude. Uh, Culver, DeAndre Hunter, Hunter. Uh, Darius Garland, uh, Cam Reddish. Those are some of the guys I think would be in play for that fourth pick. Did uh, Hero come out? He did. He did? He did. He's out. He's getting projected anywhere from like 15 to 30, anywhere in that range. Mm. I'd like to see him get drafted by the Warriors. <laughs> Add to the splash. Yep. Splish, splash. They were taking a bat. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know what the Knicks should do with their number three pick, though, man. I really don't know. I don't know their squad enough, but I know their all their hopes and dreams rely, uh, rely on KD, though. That's what, <laughs> That's what it seems like. That's, since they didn't get the first pick, it's definitely all about KD. Yeah, you got to imagine they're going to throw whatever kind of money they have to at anybody at this point. Pretty much. They thought they had Zion coming. Mm. Somebody said that uh, KD should go to Brooklyn. To the Nets. I can't say anyone should go to the Nets. I don't really have any feelings (laughs) towards the Nets. I mean, their squad is solid, but I don't know what he would add to. I mean, obviously, they add himself, but... (laughs) I don't yeah. know how it would blend. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know about that. I could see him going to, like, the Lakers before he goes to the Nets. And it doesn't sound likely that he wants to go to the Lakers. Mm. But yeah, the, it sounds like the Nets are going to be aggressive. They said they're going to be going after, like, a um, – they'll be going after free agents, too. I forget who it was they were talking about. But it might have been Kyrie. But they expect to be in play for a lot of these guys. Yeah. So, we'll see. It, look – it's going to be very interesting. There's a number of teams. Because it's not just the Lakers trying to make all these moves. You do have the Knicks. The Bulls are trying to get relevant again. Um, so some of these more storied franchises in the NBA, they're trying to get back to being those franchises. And free agency in the draft is obviously a big way to do it. And it's just so interesting with some of the stuff that they have going on. And you tie in the Warriors with that. Are the Rockets going to try to do anything to try to get over the hump? You know, Portland. Yuck. Denver. Yeah. There's some other teams out here. There's some there's some rosters with the right pieces could take a jump. When you look at like the Minnesota Timberwolves. There's some young teams with some young stars. You like, you know, Sacramento. Sacramento, yeah. They could make a move. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I agree. There's a lot of teams that are just one player away. <laughs> really. Utah. Utah. They're one player away. Um, who else was it? Oh, man. I don't know. The Clippers are definitely one player away. That's yep. scary to me. That we have to listen to the Clippers all the damn time. If they get a good player. <laughs> yep. That's going to be a weird thing. Yeah, because how did they trade that. Tobias Harris and they got better? And they got better, though. That was our, that was one of my hopes. I was like, man, they traded Tobias. Oh snap, we got a chance. <laughs> These motherfuckers was winning everything. Like, golly, they even better. And right. I think the presence of Doc Rivers makes them legitimate yeah. contender for all of these guys. Yeah, Durant, Kawhi, yeah, Kyrie, they all of them. The total package. Clay Thompson, Jerry West up top. Yeah, I mean, they got yeah. They have a well-run franchise right now. Yeah. And if I'm one of those guys, maybe I'm looking at trying to get the Clippers a championship. That is. That challenge. That's a championship that's not completely equal to all the other ones. It's a little more. It's like getting the Cavaliers yeah. a championship. Yeah. Tour two. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get the Knicks a championship, though. Yep. Yep. That's true. My gosh. That's true. And Kevin Durant's from that area. Yeah. Uh, he's not, I think he's DC. from Maryland. Yeah, DC. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. DC. Yeah, yeah, that would be nuts. I heard <laughs> uh, a rumor that last year before the trade deadline, that was very close to John Wall getting traded to the Miami Heat. Hmm. That's that situation is gonna happen this year too. John Wall is not gonna be on the Wizards at some point. Whenever he's healthy, because he did tear his Achilles. But whenever he's healthy, he got a so lot of money moving. on the books. Exactly. He got a lot of money. 
Exactly. Like a stupid contract. What was? It's like as big as it can get. 30, 40 million in yeah. a year. Like, yeah. the f- John Wall? I mean, he's yeah. dope, but he's, he's not that money dope. No. No. Well, most of these guys aren't. The money that some of these NBA players are getting, even like these role players, yeah. when Chandler Parsons signed that deal with the Grizzlies or whatever it was to be like, I don't know, it was something crazy after he was done with the Mavericks. But it was like, dude, Chandler Parsons? Some of these dudes are getting contracts that are just absolutely stupid because these teams have to spend it. They have to. So they just give it to somebody. They're not getting the top-tier guys, so they'll give the the B guys and even the C guys this money. It's like, you're just spending it to spend it now. <laughs> got, got, that, got, got that guy for half the price. <laughs> yeah, the money they throw on the round is ridiculous. Yeah. But. All right, man. Uh, anything? Oh, what do you think about Jimmy Butler to the Lakers, though? Not one of my favorite guys. I don't like Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I would think it wouldn't work. I would say, like we were talking about, though, if if you're talking about a guy that could check LeBron. But also LeBron offering that presence that could check Jimmy Butler's big giant ego. Mm-hmm. It could be a good match, just because they could check each other. And I think Jimmy Butler would have the respect for LeBron. That was his whole thing with with uh, Minnesota, and that's his whole thing with the 76ers. He doesn't like dealing with these young Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I don't think he likes those guys. I don't think Jimmy Butler likes very many people. And I don't think very many people like Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So, in terms of that, I don't know what kind of relationship he has with LeBron, but you're going to try to come in here and be top dog on LeBron's team? I doubt it. Yeah, that's not going to work. No. That's not going to work. But he is vocal enough to say something to LeBron. I don't know if he, sure. can, I don't know if he can actually check him, but he ain't scared of him. Right. I'll tell you that. So, it could be a good balance with those two guys. Because you almost need that with Jimmy Butler. You need somebody that can tell Jimmy Butler to shut the hell up. Nobody in Minnesota would do it because they're all 20. And then you got these, you know, like Joel Embiid will do it, but he'll say anything to anybody. He's just a clown. Taking that guy serious. <laughs> and I'm definitely not listening to Ben Simmons can't make a jump shot. You're not saying shit to anybody until you can shoot a jumper. Nope. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I would stay away from Jimmy Butler, but I would say that same thing to any team in the NBA. I just think he's a cancer. Good player. I see the value on the court, I guess, but I just, if you have young players and that just seems like a cancer. Mm, well, we're going to find out. It seems like that's the most likely uh, player to land if they're still going for a star-ish. Player. I don't think that's going to cut the mustard. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to reshape the lineup something crazy, too. Oh, hell, might as well sign the Marks Cousins. <laughs> and keep Rondo. Oh, no. no <laughs> you have no. the all-person that all-grumpy team. Man. Yeah, I, I wonder who they're going to let go this year, though. Rondo, Stevenson. All those guys are gone. I think so, too. Rondo, I think you'd keep Rondo around if he's, he's just not staying healthy. There's no reason to... Having you can find those guys like a Mike Conley. <laughs> I think they're gonna keep JaVel though. You may as well. I like JaVel though. He gives you something that not everyone can give you. Yeah, he, he had a solid season though. If he wasn't the guy, he got sick, he had pneumonia and all that shit. So he said he didn't get really right until like a month before the season was over. So I guess pneumonia really does you, does a number on you. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, but yeah, he put up pretty decent numbers. I was, I was impressed. I thought he was gonna be a clown show when he first showed up. Yeah, he did work. He did a lot of work. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, so he's fine. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, man. It's so much we don't know what's going on. But July second, I think that's the date. Like so. It's going to be crazy. Yep, crazy. I would like to do a live show. I know you can do them on CastBox. I got to figure out how to, though. But that would be dope. Yeah, for sure. Just be there as it all unfolds. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's a good better be up at midnight, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> better be up at midnight because it's going down. All right, man. Well, let's close out the show yeah. with that. 
Um, as always, please follow us on Twitter. I'm tired as hell, bro. Hold <laughs> <Me too. laughs> no, on, man. I'm tired. I got really bad sleep last night. <laughs> oh man. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Twitter's two words now. Oh man. Man, let me do it. Again. <laughs> let me do it again, son. Say it with your chest. Like always. <laughs> Please follow us on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. Oh, man. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, share, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, please leave a five-star review on the question, and we will get to it on air. I almost ran out of air right there. Um, okay, well... I like always. <laughs> Regular Steven with your tired ass. <laughs> what do the balls say? Well, unlike Rob Blow, I mean Rob Polinka, <laughs> the balls, they don't lie. For sure. <laughs> and neither do I. You know. And neither does this guy. You better know that. <laughs> Later, dudes. I holla.